0: Slips, jail time, snort in a cocaine line Racist tweets, family beefs, a or... to another episode of not your best moment i am your host keith skopinich along with andrew harris and phoebe matana and today we got we're gonna hit on a couple different topics we're gonna hit on megan and prince harry's
1: car accident quotation marks (laughs) yeah those air quotes are really helpful on a on an audio medium keith (laughs)
0: well that's why i say air quotes (laughs) and then (laughs) phoebe's gonna hit on the new zelda game as well but first i gotta start off with a little apology to brendan fraser i finally saw the whale (laughs) by the way which is an amazing it's a very well done movie i enjoyed it very much but the whole movie is about talking about things that are basically talking around things and like hard topics and i think that's why i owe brendan fraser an apology because I really did not like his acceptance speech at the Oscars. <laughs> I thought it was terrible. <laughs> but now I realize what he was doing. He was not acknowledging all the things he had been through prior to this, his Oscar acceptance speech. And that's why he was talking about the whales and all these random stats. I felt like it was actually well done if you knew. It was sort of like an inside
1: joke, sort
0: of. was. Uh,
1: so, uh, two questions right off the bat. One, mm-hmm. you were rooting for him hard during Oscar season, and you just saw the movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a great point.
1: And yeah, and two, you think his Oscar speech was some meta piece of art?
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: I do. Okay, sort, sort of.
2: Um, can I also add? I don't think Brendan Fraser was waiting. Fraser was waiting at home, just hoping. Just hoping that Keith Scobinich <laughs> would issue an apology.
0: Uh, he definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> <Literally>, you know <laughs> nothing about our relationship, Phoebe. I mean, you were
1: you were busy, but yeah, he they did reach out to to the podcast, and um, Shannon in uh, in HR uh, wanted to bring that up to uh, to Keith.
2: I see. Well, uh, I hope you and Brendan have a wonderful blossoming friendship. In that case,
1: my bad, Brendan. My bad. <laughs> Shannon, Shannon from HR really likes your pivot she's messaging me on the side right now. i guess she's listening in as we record this podcast she get her, <laughs> we should get her something nice at the holidays
2: maybe a candle
1: maybe i don't what <laughs> i meant nice isn't like a gesture not isn't like spendy spendy i mean whatever <laughs>
2: What am I made of money? (laughs) Oh my God,
1: I'm being cheap on this imaginary person from this organization that doesn't exist.
2: Honestly, I'm really glad that you stay on brand at all times.
1: All times. I am relentlessly consistent.
2: It's great. I always know what to expect from you, and that is something that I treasure in a friend.
1: Oh. And if you know anything about this podcast, I enjoy hearing as a person. Well, you, you're repetitive. <laughs> oh, well. No, that's consistent.
0: Fine. Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of repetitive, Andrew today needs to talk about the Royals.
1: <laughs> so,
0: Andrew, oh my what God, happened? You're right. You're right. This little. <laughs> no, that's why you love. We love you. You're the royal expert. You
2: <laughs> are well, our royal expert. Which you know, all you have to have done is read a couple articles about the royal family to be a royal expert right that's all it takes
1: because you don't even really need to know who they all are if you read any articles half these authors are like and then the king's sister some gal (laughs) (laughs) i don't don't know her name i didn't do the research this is for the internet there's gonna be typos (laughs) uh yeah so it looks like you know h&m were in uh a uh I won't call it a car crash. CNN sure did. But um, it wasn't. It was they were being chased by the paparazzi, which is something that like is is absurd. You know, like that, that like, regardless of how you feel about Harry and Meghan. And I mean, we've obviously talked about them and, you know, it's not them in particular that I have a any any problem with at all. It's some of their choices that may seem to be counterproductive towards their stated goals that's where that's where i come at this from like if you don't want people to talk about you don't do a netflix show where all you do is talk and reveal secrets about your family that's very famous like that's gonna garner attention the kind that you've said that you don't want so we'll see anyways point being <laughs> megan was in town and harry and, and megan's mom the one miss doria ragland and uh she was when you a-
2: say in town in new york thank you For anyone who isn't currently in New York.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, we record this podcast in New York from three different boroughs. So we cover, we cover, not your best moment. We cover the city. Um,
2: (laughs) News Channel 4, today in New York.
1: From the Upper East Side to Queens to Brooklyn,
2: we're your guys. It's it's 10 p.m. now. Do you know where your children are?
1: It's 8.42 p.m. and I don't have kids. (laughs) That I know of.
0: This um, live from ba- Bay Ridge, nothing with celebrity news has happened.
1: Live from Astoria, it's Thursday at night. Uh, <laughs> we're recording it live, but you're not hearing it live. So I guess as they were leaving the event, um, they got in the car and they were chased by a swarm of paparazzi in cars on scooters, which I don't understand how that is weird. I don't understand how that's particularly threatening if you're in an SUV, but okay. Um, And I guess photographers on foot and it got, it got a little dangerous because they were really, really chasing them hard. Like flashbacks to, you know, Harry's mom and a Mercedes in Paris, like that kind of chasing, which by all accounts is is what it was. The reporting on it was lame because it, you know, it made it sound like, oh, are they in critical condition? No, there was no, there were no injuries whatsoever. There was no accident. There was no crash. It was just a dangerous chase which in and of itself is bullshit they should not that just shouldn't that shouldn't happen you shouldn't have to endanger some you know the public's lives or your subject's lives if you're trying to snap a photo that they might not want you to take you should have to endanger lives for that like anyways the point being (laughs) it gets a little crazier i'll i know you guys have questions i just want to finish the actual nugget of what we know happened and then we can talk give me that nug bro they and they had private security with them Um, And I believe they were being trailed by an NYPD car. They then went into a police precinct. (laughs) Harry, Megan and uh, Megan's mom then get into a yellow cab. And it's not clear to me if it's one of those yellow cabs. It's really a police car. Um, Have you ever seen that? happen when all of a sudden like the grill of a police car lights up with flashing lights you're like oh my god (laughs) you were a cop all along i didn't realize
2: that i don't think i've seen that before
1: it's nuts because you're like oh look it's a it's a you know like when they because they spring into action you're like what the fuck is going on why is this cab doing this you're like oh my god it's a secret cop car um wait wait
0: wait i need to stop i think this is a movie in the making about a superhero taxi (laughs) that's
1: besides the point (laughs) well i want to see that made make it You might not you might not say that when you hear the next part of it. Then they circled around the block, went back to the precinct, got back in their original SUV and continued on their way. That's so.
2: This is so confusing.
1: (laughs) It is. And the reporting on it doesn't make it any less confusing. Everyone's fine. Apparently, Harry and Meghan are shaken. Obviously, who wouldn't be? Um. But no one, no physical harm was caused. It just was very likely that physical harm could have happened. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, these paparazzi chases are pretty, pretty shady. And like you said, the fact that Princess Diana obviously died in a that exact situation probably does elevate it to, you know, higher yeah. in the news, in the news rankings. And people well, are actually... Thinking about this,
1: yeah, and also if you're Harry, you know yes. you're probably really thinking about it, and you know the parallels are just a little too close.
0: Apparently, the paparazzi were chasing them because they didn't know where they were staying, and that's why it was so intense. I'm not saying it's a good reason, but uh that's- I'm just saying the that's why they were following them because they want to know where they were staying so they could get more photos, and that's why Prince Harry and Meghan were trying to mm-hmm.
1: lose them. Bizarre. I have to ask, though, at this point, like, there's so much media saturation. Can a photo of them really be worth that fucking much? Yeah. Uh- like, I don't know. I, I, I truly don't understand. Who's paying for these photographs? That <laughs> the value of them is so much that it's worth these guys' And but these guys, I mean, the paparazzi literally divorcing themselves of their humanity and common fucking sense and just going for it.
2: Yeah, it's insane. And you're right. There's so much media saturation that it is hard to imagine that these photos are worth the risk that they're taking for everyone involved. Well,
1: yeah. Let's, and, and, well, and especially with the saturation of media, too. Like, you know, it used to be like, you know, your main sort of like in the 90s, you know, when there was barely an, an Internet yeah, these publications people had to pay for and, you know, Bing, and I, you know, I mean, I get these clickbaity articles have ads. That's their whole purpose, you know, is to put the ad in front of you. Like when there's so much of it and it's like, no one's like, I don't pay to see any picture of Harry and Meghan. It just shows up in my newsfeed, you know what I mean? Which is not a service that I pay for. I don't think so, you know, on an iPhone. It's just there. Uh, Well, well, I think the math of it might
0: be let's say they get a thousand dollars for a good photo if you sell 50 photos over a year that's a year's salary for some people get a better job
1: you know you know what i mean honestly i think
0: i think i may have just convinced myself to be a paparazzi uh
1: this is the final episode of this podcast
2: (laughs) when you become the not your best moment all the time that's when you have to resign
1: yeah
0: Uh, i um Going to buy a razor scooter and follow the Royals.
2: <laughs> <laughs> J.K. Well, now you're a hero. <laughs> and what, what's crazy
1: is is that a like, razor scooter. <laughs> let's see. I've seen Justin Bieber in Union Square once, and he was surrounded by like fans and and paparazzi. But it wasn't like he was able to get into his car and go. You know what I mean? And I remember in the well, I wasn't here in the late '90s, but in the early 2000s when I was here, TRL, Total mm-hmm. Request Live. For those of you youngsters listening. Um it was a show uh, on MTV for those of you who
0: don't know. And it used to be widely watched where they count down the top ten songs
1: of the day. Thank and, you for that. Yeah, and now the Lion King occupies that space um, <laughs> on Broadway. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Anyways, um, like, you know, even then, like there'd be a crowd, but like there'd be police barricades and you know, people would get in their car and off they would go, you know. I've never seen like a full on paparazzi chase in new york though that's a very it, it also seems like it would be hard to do
2: yeah like logistically speaking even when they want to do these like car chases in new york for movies they do them in toronto you know what what I mean?
1: yeah because they you ever, can't do it in new york it's too hard like if you're if you're on the subway and you're late for work getting out and getting in a cab is going to make you later like, yes it's true yeah, it's 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 not it's it's not the manhattan is not designed for as much traffic as exists in it which is why it does not move i think it's hilarious just like thinking about like
0: this high speed chase at 20 miles per hour trying to getting stuck at red lights <laughs>
1: and these guys are actually on razor scooters trying to take photos maybe that's how the razor scooters were effective i don't know i mean they're probably on um, rebels, right? like guys razor scooters like, come on I ju- I have so I have th- I have so many problems with all of this, and for once, my problem is not with Harry and Meghan <laughs> in, in this instance. It's a little, well, the go, guy- although they did put out the press release that were like in a near catastrophic car right. chase. Oh my god! Which that that's what the headline what said yesterday It said near catastrophic, and it was like oh my god! Like we all thought that they were hospitalized, but it was like by near you mean well, it could have been.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? The news has never sensationalized anything ever.
1: No, that was the press release that they put out. Oh my god, wait, that's even worse. Yes, yes, it is.
2: <laughs> oh god, I just assumed that that was like the headline that a lot of places were running with, not that that was the official press release. No, Holy this is shit. where we get
1: back to <laughs> Harry and Meghan's choices backfiring on them spectacularly because the headline in near catastrophic car chase implies someone (laughs) died or property. Nothing happened. I will
2: say I will say maybe they might have been playing it up to hopefully dissuade it from happening again.
1: But that's not what happened. It generated all sorts of news coverage. And I'm sure there's now more people, you know, like it just all right. It feed it feeds on itself. And I have I, to be to be clear, I'm not happy with either one of those things. But like, I'm less happy with the press just feeding on themselves than I am with Harry and Meghan's. And I'm sure they didn't word it specifically. You know, I'm, I'm sure whoever their publicist is did this. But like there's the there's the shooting your shooting yourself in the foot part of it, you know. But then there's also the oh, my God, let's take this and run with it. You know, part of it. It's just it just makes it's it's exhausting there. You know what I mean? It's just like, why are we, what, is, what is, it what, you know, what is this? And so maybe the, I don't know, maybe the monarchy should cease to exist so that, that these people will stop mattering so much and they can just go on with their fucking lives.
0: I think there should be more rules in place to contain the paparazzi. I mean, it gets a little ridiculous at some point. Like, I know, oh. like, there is a right to take a photo of someone in the public, but, like, if it's endangering other people, like there clearly
1: needs to be some rules put in place. And that, that's what I can't wrap my head around. It's truly like, who are you that you think you getting this picture is more important than someone else's life? Like that's, or even frankly, fucking personal space. Yeah. I have the same feeling at the Louvre, like get the fuck out of the way with your selfie stick. You dumb fucking fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm serious. The Louvre will make you want to just get in an SUV and mow people down. Um, <laughs> okay there's no there's, they no, none of the people at the louvre are like oh let me give you some personal space they're all like and cramming in on you it's an uncomfortable experience but it's the louvre so you should go
2: <laughs> that's it you should go you'll be miserable the entire time but you should go
1: yeah and go before before you do any strenuous activity because i went after it my thighs were killing me and i kept having to like bend over and do full roll downs to, like stretch my back well i must have looked like a fucking weirdo um <laughs> but then again there were people there like full full ceremonial dress with like their babies and they would they like would clearly like flew to paris had these things these clothes on and then would go and get in line to see the mona lisa because you have to get in line to see it um to have like a four formal photograph you know like portrait session in front of the mona lisa like so they paid for the tickets to paris the clothes the photographer the ticket for the photographer to get into the louvre to stand and wait for it wasn't that long it was about 20 minutes but then again i was like okay first thing i'm gonna do is go to the mona lisa then i'll go to the rest of the museum because i don't want to be in a line for an hour so you know 20 30 minutes you're waiting in line to see a very not big picture you know what i mean it's probably 18 by 24 if that yeah it's also changed you don't have to wait
0: in line anymore when i went not too long ago it was you people just crowd around it there's no line
1: when were you there
0: uh six or seven years ago
1: yeah and i was oh well no because i was there recently i was there in 2019 Oh, I, maybe I they changed mind. it. Well, probably because people are coming in and bringing their photographers with them. I um. mean, they might also
2: do, I've seen other places that do like, sca- uh, sorry, um, staggered entry. Um, mm-hmm. My sister and I went to Milan and they had like staggered entry for The Last Supper. And it was like you had like, a 15 minute slot where uh, they had X number of people smart. that could come in and see it. And you had well, to come in for that's that. That's how
1: slot. when the Met reopened after the lockdown like that's what you had to like get a time slot and it was a whole Mm -hmm. guys if you want to see the last supper all you gotta do is go to new jersey and annabella's
0: house of mozzarella
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's one right there you can eat in front of of it (laughs) yes this podcast is brought to you by annabella's house of mozzarella (laughs) 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 comedy weird music and pasta venue
2: (laughs) <laughs> oh god um so Anyways. is it time is it time to talk about zoe 101 yet
1: you know what Go i gotta say i gotta say we shit on keith for his transitions and yet we just fucked ours up so badly <laughs> you know i've
2: just been sitting here waiting like when can we talk about zoe 102 <laughs> when can we talk about it um
1: what is it's it? a thing
2: so do you know what zoe 101 is i do not it was a children's show. I think it was Disney. It might have been Nickelodeon. I don't know. I don't care. I watched it, though, with Jamie Lynn Spears in the lead. Basically about a boarding school in California. It was shot at Pepperdine, so it was gorgeous.
0: Oh, in Malibu. Um, It was on Nickelodeon, by the way.
2: Thank you. So it was on Nickelodeon, and it was like four seasons long, very popular, like 60 episodes, like a very... Like a decent, decently long show that was very popular at the time. Just
1: because now, I don't have a handle on this, can you yes. tell me like who was president during this time?
2: <laughs> I think it was like two thousand five, so we're still wow. in the Bush era. Yeah, I think so. I think that's right.
0: Cool. Um, that's, that's right. <laughs>
2: thank you. Um, cool. This show now in the same vein of like Fuller House and. You know, another How I Met Your Mother and all these reboots that have taken place in the future. There's there are others too. There's like the adult iCarly, um, all these Disney shows that are now Disney or Nickelodeon shows that are now reboot in the future with the main characters as, you know, 20 somethings. It's a bizarre phenomenon. And they're doing it with Zoe 101 to create Zoe 102, which is gonna um air this summer.
0: Are you excited about this? or are you just like hate this? idea? I just
2: feel weird that they keep doing this. I just am like, who asks for it? You
0: know what I mean? Are you going to like, watch it?
2: No, I want like I love Zoe one hundred and one, but I was also like ten. You know, mm. right. the things I love that ten are not things that I love now.
1: Well, they update and I th- it. think
2: that's totally reasonable.
1: <laughs> I that I had that experience with with Fuller House. Like I. Maybe saw four episodes of Full House growing up in the 90s. Um, what it wasn't for me? I thought it was lame. Then I have seen every episode of Fuller House and am lightly considering doing a full rewatch. <laughs> and it is, I will say, like it is. It is very weird. Like because I remember my my celebrity crush, and this is weird because I didn't really watch the show uh, for for a while. Was um, Bob Saget? There? No, oh. <laughs> Lori Loughlin. <laughs> Actually, now um, no, but. Uh, <laughs> It was, jody, with jody, it was jody sweeten <laughs> yeah um, that checks out <laughs> it, it does and like i you know I, I know some people who like uh went to college with her and everything because she went to college in, in orange county i think yeah she went to chapman but uh it, it is like when you're watching those shows like and it, it, they're your peers right when you're a kid yeah. you know like mm-hmm. like like boy meets world i think we're about I'm about the same age as Fred Savage and I think that whatever grade I think it was like 6th grade that show he started I think yeah. I was in 6th grade when it started I think 94 95 somewhere around there um, and you're watching it and it's like when you're a kid you sort of want to model yourself off of what you're seeing on TV a little bit when you're an adult seeing this person who you weren't friends with as a kid but like there's a similar like oh that's a you know warm familiar feeling seeing them go through the same things that you're going through now is unpleasant.
2: Oh, speaking of, there is also a Boy Meets World new version, Boy Meets Girl, as well. So oh, just throw that's, that's, it on the pile. That's
1: come and Gone. That, that, that's already, they already canceled it. No, but and my it, point is,
2: there's another no. one that they had a random reboot of this old show. That was really popular. I loved Boy Meets World. Again, I didn't watch the reboot because I'm an adult now and I don't want that.
1: Well, they so they do a podcast and I kind of where they break down each episode. And I would I would definitely like watch an episode, listen to an episode, watch an episode, listen to an episode like that. That would be kind of maybe that'll be a fun summer thing to do or something, you know, because that was I rewatched it.
2: I think Boy I was Meets World?
1: Co- yeah, when I was in college. Um because it was on the Disney Channel at like 2 a.m. Mm. And I was like, all right, I'll go to sleep to, to this. You know, And it was yeah. just like something dumb and easy to have on.
0: I would love to see like a real like gritty take on Boy Meets World. Maybe like Boy Meets Heroin.
2: No, no, it was perfect. <laughs> I, it was one of those shows that we used it, to watch over dinner like that and Save by the Bell. Like have a DVR on the TV and then my dad and I would watch an episode.
1: Saved by the, Saved by the Bell was a morning show.
2: We DVR
1: oh okay DVR. Like, yeah save by the bell was on on saturday mornings oh no God. i'm saying
2: we would dvr a bunch of episodes of a few different shows and just
1: watch I one it was nice loved saved by the bell it was I, such I a good show i'm now but like uh, keith to your point so like that's what fuller house did like fuller house was gritty as fuck but they didn't play it that way like dj dj was a widow um and like uh <laughs> Stephanie, yes and Stephanie, yeah. Potter, oh my God. Like, Stephanie Tanner had this really dark storyline where, like, she was barren and couldn't have babies, but wanted to have kids. So, like, Kimmy Gibbler has to surrogate um, the baby, but it's not played. It's played like Full House. <laughs> it's right.
0: Laugh track. It's so
1: wild, like, like derpy, <laughs> derpy, derp, derp, derp comedy. Like, mugged the camera. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God.
1: It's <laughs> And like like Kimmy's ex-husband is a former race car driver and she had to divorce him because she was always afraid that he was going to die. But he's just played as this like wacky Latino clown. It's fucking oh my God. insane. I,
2: I love this. You're like, oh, this is funny. Also, I'm worried that he's going to die every time he races. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's so that's uh, one bizarre Two. I see why you like it.
1: Oh yes. There's <laughs> Uncle What Garth, what sh- the <laughs>
0: <house>? <laughs> Uncle, what should I do about my race car driving boyfriend? Cut him out. <laughs> <laughs> Good joke, Keith. Good joke. Try uh. the soup at Annabella's house in mozzarella
1: Yeah, like Uncle Jesse and Aunt Um Jailbait, she um they like they want another kid at some point, so they adopt, I think. They're like in their 50s there's a lot of heavy shit that happens in that show um you know and of course dj's dating and everyone's you know her her boys have a problem with it and there's of course the the one one of the kids gets drunk um but it's like and the, but there's also because candace cameron is like a she's like her brother like a hardcore question. And like so like <laughs> it's got strong, like just like conservative where we skate over the nitty-gritty of real life and everything is just about hugs and family. Right. Aww. Being it's being wholesome. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> the narcans on top of the fridge. <laughs> Shit's <laughs> fucking weird. Now I'm definitely gonna rewatch it.
2: <laughs> Honestly though, yeah, it's it is always very a weird thing when you have this. This thing that you grew up with and that you enjoyed a lot and now you are experiencing it as an adult, which brings me to Legend of Zelda. Did you guys play Zelda growing up?
1: Yes. No. Mm -hmm.
2: No. Did you play video games? I feel like you
1: didn't. But they were not permitted in my home.
2: Ah, I see. I was like, I have a weird feeling that you did not play video games. But yes, playing Zelda as a kid and then playing Breath of the Wild when it came out a few years ago and now the sequel Tears of the Kingdom, which just came out last Saturday, Friday. Very weird experience, of course. But are you guys, Keith, are you playing Breaking the Wild Uh, or Tears of the Kingdom? Have you played either? No,
0: I haven't played either yet. No.
2: So uh, I guess I'm the only one who really plays video games regularly here. So uh, my
0: little- I play video games. I just haven't played those yet. Blizzard, oh, okay. um, yeah, the, the games that he plays are probably
1: much more violent. What do you play, Keith?
2: <laughs> I'm curious. You,
0: um, I am actually playing Mass Effect because I never played it. Oh, it's it, so good.
2: So text but, me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on. But yes, yeah, so back back I'm, I'm to your, uh, LinkedIn, where I look for jobs. That's what I'm playing right now.
2: Are you good at it?
1: I uh, play LinkedIn the way I play Angry Birds. Um, just, you know, sort of on the toilet. Not really that interested in it, but you know, whatever. Swipe, swipe, <laughs> click. swipe, <laughs> click What the fuck ever? Did you say swipe and wipe? <laughs> no, oh I said swipe, swipe, swipe. Let's discuss that. You're don't be con. Uh, say, it, say it like you're in Fuller House. <laughs> swipe and <laughs> <in. it> <laughs> wipe. <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> oh god!
2: All right. So <laughs> okay. Zelda. So the new Zelda game has generated some polarizing reviews. Some people are like, "This is the best game that's ever been made," and other people are really disappointed by it. I fall into the category of I'm a little disappointed by it, but I'm still going to play like at least a hundred hours of it. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) I do. That's what Fuller House was. I was a little disappointed by it, but I watched a hundred hours of it.
2: That's it. Yeah. If you played Breath of the Wild, this is basically Breath of the Wild again with new stuff. It's, It's basically the same game. If you were to play... You know how in certain games, like you're playing Mass Effect, where Mm. you play one game, which naturally makes you want to play the next game, which naturally makes you want to play the next, because it's a continuing storyline, and it doesn't feel boring. If Mm. I were to play Breath of the Wild and get into it, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to play these in order. I'm going to play Breath of the Wild, and then I'm going to play Tears of the Kingdom. I would be so bored in Tears (laughs) of the Kingdom that I wouldn't be able to function. However, since I played it a few years ago... Now I'm playing Tears of the Kingdom. I'm like, oh, this is so nice and fun and I'm enjoying this. Even if it's not massively exciting and if the pacing isn't perfect, it's fine. Because I missed the game. I missed Breath of the Wild and here right. you go. It's basically the same game with a few little extras thrown in. So take that for what you will.
0: So what do you just feel like it's just a cash grab? It's no, been- I,
2: don't, I don't think it is a cash grab. I think it's because the world itself is as the same with Breath of the Wild, really impressive. It's like the most open world of open worlds that you're going to see for the most part. Um, it's visually gorgeous. The shrines, which are kind of like the little puzzles that you have within the game, are really fun still. And there, there's a lot of good things about it. It's just, it's just disappointing in that how can you make a sequel to like what is considered one of the best, if not the best game of all time? That's tricky. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's it's really just uh, an extension of Breath of the Wild. So if you enjoyed it and it's been a while since you played it, you'll probably have a good time playing this. But I wouldn't expect anything that is going to blow your mind if you've already played Breath of the Wild. Like all of those, those amazing, holy shit, this is such a cool experience. This is amazing. I can't believe they made this. That's not there the second time.
0: It's hard to do. Like you said, any game that is made. Rem- Anytime you play a great game and there's a sequel to it, it has really high expectations and you basically have to change the game to make it revolutionary all over again.
2: Yeah, Um, or it has to be or it has to be something like Mass Effect where you have a storyline that's continuing through three different games. Also, that's a great game. If you haven't played it, play the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It's on Xbox Game Pass. We are sponsored now by Xbox Game Pass.
1: <laughs> Arabella's House of Mozzarella.
2: <laughs> you wouldn't think those two would go together, and yet, perfection.
1: And, and Peter Paparazzi's Razor Scooters. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Paparazzi's. <laughs> if it doesn't oh, say God. Peter Paparazzi on it, don't take a picture on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Guys, I
0: think that concludes the 24th episode of Not Your Best Moment.
1: God, is that all? That's <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, how are we only 24 episodes if we've been doing this for like a year? Are you serious? Nip slips, jail time, snorting <laughs> oh, train line, racist tweets, family beeps, and royal leaves <laughs> fun, yay, fake attack, racist <laughs> rails, <France, laughs> full
2: and to cut You got job, cut lips, <laughs> Sassy,
1: Sassy. <laughs> <You fuckhole.
2: sighs> oh, that was so funny. <laughs> I enjoyed that.
1: Cut the audio, but leave this in. Jesus fucking Christ.